When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Packham, joined this evening by Matt Knight. Hello. And Joe Branton. Bonjour. Indeed. Um, how's things going, gentlemen? Lovely. How are, are you? We, yeah, good, thanks. We're joining you live um, on, on Amplify, uh, Ampli.fi forward slash Guitar Nerds, um, coming live from quite dreary Brighton ah, uh, in the UK. But it was sunny. I wore my cool Hawaiian shirt this morning. Yeah. And... Uh, and and you know now then i had to get i had to get picked up from work really because it was raining so much that was quite convenient because i bought a hiscox base case and they are notoriously heavy heavy um yeah it's uh, it's all gone a bit uh, it's gone a bit wrong weather wise um and depending on your point of view Mood-wise, uh, in the UK. So, um, thanks for joining us on Ampli.fi forward slash Guitar Nerds. And we're going to just chat about some cool guitar stuff. Try and lift everyone's mood. Oh my god! But on the on the upside, if there is um, an an upside to this uh, ridiculous hunk of an island, but um, Nam Nam, not Nam. It's not. It's not a soft day. I always do Nam. that. Nam Summer Nam 2016. Indeed, is one of the best Nams. I think we've seen in a long time, mainly mm. for me because there's been loads of really cool bass announcements. Loads of cool bass stuff. There's been cool guitars, cool basses, and cool effects. And Do you know, a few also cool lots amps. of new amps. Yeah, loads of new amps. Yeah, yeah loads of like weird boutique. Loads of boutique companies. I think they kind of like they get a bit more of a chance to shine at Summer Nam. Definitely. Yeah, some weird like there's some there's there's some that are so secret that we don't even know all the information on as well, which is quite exciting. Indeed, some stuff that mm. was kind of just there, um, mm. but is not necessarily uh, yeah. released yet. So um, yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about Summer Nam, um, but let's just do a little quick catch up. Matt Knight, what have you been up to this week? I um, built some pedal boards. Yes, I again. saw this. It's an ongoing thing. People keep asking me to do it and then handing me money in payment for services oh, I so need I to just get you to do one for me as well actually I might need you to do something for me why, related why to this would you because need I've got something to tell you which I'm not going to do on air right. little <laughs> secret no it's nothing that good I'm just buying something um, what are you buying uh, I can't tell you yet but you notoriously buy um, things that you don't actually need to use because you play in a punk band that's the guitarist way yeah that's of course well I don't play guitar in a punk band I play guitar at home I play bass out and about and you'll notice that I've got no pedals whatsoever um, I don't even 
have really have an amp. I've got a head. You but don't, I don't have, have an a amp. cab. Yeah, you've um, got some crap. So, base fly rig. That's what you need. Indeed. Yeah, just need a. Yeah, that will do it. I don't even need that. I just need a tuner. And most of the time, I don't even do base, that. Oh, the base days. fly rig is out now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I awesome think, bit of kit. And if, if anyone hasn't checked out the the Sansamp range of those, because the, the fly rigs, they do the fly rig. They've got the Richie Cotson signature fly rig, and they've got the base fly rig now. They are the best. The best idea. I can't believe how compact they yeah. are for for actual Sansamp stuff. There's nothing the, better. But the base one's pretty full on, like pre and post compression, EQ, the full Sansamp in there, Octavo drives and chorus. Yeah, it's and an XLR out. Everything, everything you need. I'm gonna get one. Not even though I have a massive pedal board, and that that's fine for everything that I need. I still want one just in case. Why not? Mm. I mean, they are think- quite expensive. I think the the only oversight on the guitar one is no uh, in and out insert for other pedals. Right. I think that's such a shame. Um, so you should have just... basically had an effects loop in the effects. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would have made more sense because someone's bound to have like a drive pedal or something that they want to use. Yeah. Um, and, but I mean, it's great that on the bass one they actually put a tuner because that is the one thing you're missing on the guitar one. Oh, yes. Really? And There's I'd no say... tuner on it. Yeah. So you would have but to. the bass one looks awesome. If you were playing guitar, that couldn't really be the only pedal that you take with yeah, you. Yeah, could. Have to take a tuner. Yeah. No, no. You just get a uh, a pitch. Uh, you what, could just the, get a pitch clip. You're no, right. Not a pitch clip. What's the proper one called? Uh, the um, TC electronic one. Yeah. The yeah. pitch thing. The Matt Knight. Let, poly clip. Poly, poly clip. clip. That's Thanks. the one. Indeed. I've left mine in my band van and can't I can't find it. Yeah. I need to get one. Really. I don't. Oh, yeah. Get one. I don't have a clip on tuner at the moment. Well, and they uh, are very good. I know. I should rectify that. Definitely. I've got, I've got three. What? I don't know. I don't know why. You've oh, stolen Joe's one. That's it. why. That is. I haven't one. stolen Joe's one. Uh, I've got two. I've always had two. And then I left. And then I left one. And I desperately needed one when I came down to do videos last. So I had to buy a Korg pitch clip, which is also great. So yes. now I have two polytunes oh, and a pitch clip. Nice. Nice. I need to. I need to get on that. I need to maybe <laughs> buy the. Uh, I don't really need the top expensive one. I'll just get the get the pitch. No, clip. get the yeah. No, get, yeah, get no, the, the polyclip poly is still clip. the best the one. Is the one. Okay, okay. Maybe I'll I'll look That's into it. Um, just worth mentioning, if you are watching live, uh, obviously the chat is open. Do drop us your summer nam questions or chat about anything that we're talking about tonight. Uh, there's a few people in there already saying yeah. hello, which is yeah, cool. People have been uh, saying uh, that the new Ampli.fi iOS app does seem a lot better yes update, which ah, is great it actually excellent. seems a bit better for us as well I can see and hear Matt Knight whereas in previous weeks we've just been guessing at what he's been saying <laughs> yeah yeah we just we had to go and dub it in afterwards it was yeah, weird yeah. yeah strange it was all yeah. me I, yeah, I did yeah. all the just voicing everything you are the uh, yes quite the ventriloquist thank you um, so Matt Knight so you've been building pedal boards what, um, yes. what have you been like what sort of pedal boards what kind of size you've been okay, doing so this is a I suppose the equivalent of a pedal train 2 sort of size okay uh, and it's for it's for a guy in the uh, the Facebook group I've done some stuff in before and this is like his general all purpose pedal board uh, which has I'm just having a look at it now six drive pedals yeah because that's how many you need of course what? Um, six six actually five drive pedals and a boost um, yeah, actually, an amazing selection of drive pedals. Uh, TC Flashback and Vortex. Free the Tone Chorus, which uh, we have oh. done in Guitar Notes, which sounds amazing. We have. And the uh, Keeley 30 milliseconds, which is that their auto double tracker, Avi Road sort of thing. I think they I really like it. Yeah, they, 
I didn't I'm, know about that. that yeah, sounds yeah. amazing. I really, really like the. So it's uh, just like a reverb, chorus, delay, double tracker sort mm. of thing, all in one. Sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah. Cool. I don't know why double tracker pedals aren't sort of more a well, more established thing. I guess most people do it with delays, and you know, if you can get a delay where it's got some decent modulation in, you're getting a kind of mm. similar effect. I guess that's all mm. the double tracker. Electroharmonics really did one in the seventies called the yeah called the ADT. I think it was yeah. a massive pedal. It's just like. 30 milliseconds of delay yeah um, so uh-huh. what um, in terms of patch cables and stuff what are you uh, what yeah, have you been so, using yeah um, so been using Lava now I use George L's on all of mine but it's just because solderless patch cables are expensive so once you build up like a half decent collection of things you kind of don't really want to change the brand that you're using yeah um, but I've been doing Lava for all of these and they are actually some of the best ones they have a really really solid connection I think every cable I put together works straight away like some other solderless kits like either the cable's too bulky or the ends are too bulky or every time you try and put one together like half the time it doesn't work yeah so these ones are you know really solid and i had to wire it in such a way i wired a buffer underneath and then had to wire it in a way that it could be easily changed for four cable method as well so depending on what amp is using you can plug it straight in or you can unplug one lead and then basically plug in a different one and it will go four cable as well so I think that's uh, that's something that people don't often build into pedal boards because obviously you know if you've got your pedal board and you know what amp you're using all the time you wouldn't really need that sort of thing but like on your board you've got like a effects external effects loop built into the board is that right yeah yeah and the es8 is wired up in a way that you can you can run four cable sort of fairly easily yeah um but it was quite good with this because actually it gave me a chance to try the board in mono try the board in stereo and try the board with four cable and I was kind of like, oh, actually, like, because 4K was something I don't do a lot, but it made a huge difference when you're using something like the Suramp with loads of gain. Yeah. How well, how much better modulations and delays, like, sit in the mix. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's something that a lot of people miss. And I've all, I've, for a long time, I was always like, no, just plug everything straight in. It sounds better. But actually, if you use a lot of gain on the amp, four cable makes all the difference yeah it really yeah. does i um i was noticing that even without gain uh, or you know a lot of gain i've been editing the uh pedal of the week videos that we shot a few weeks back um and the stuff that we put in the effects loop of the two note system that we use sounds absolutely incredible just mm. sounds like so there's so much more depth and warmth to it um yeah. rather than going in the front end just sounds great really I, really nice i just really like that Leclean. like if i had yeah. an a more basic amp with a half decent power amp I'd be tempted to buy one of those and put it on my board with the MIDI and then just power amp straight out into a I just, oh, straight into a power amp I, I just think, think anyone awesome. who's doing like home recording and stuff like just get one of those and the uh, torpedo cab and you're kind of set for a really good recorded sound um, yeah. as we've been saying like we've been trying to massively improve the tone of the uh, pedal of the week videos I, I think they're great now I, yeah. I, I mean I think they're as, as good as they almost need to be yeah they're kind of as yeah. good as if you and in fact someone asked on the Facebook group I think like why do we not mic up an amp for this and it's we just couldn't do it justice you know like we live in Brighton mm. flats are quite small uh, you struggle to get an amp up to kind of non-neighbour uh, well to like a, a neighbour friendly volume you know it's it's, it's funny though because I've, I've certainly watched you know and followed a lot of other guitar and pedal related sort of YouTube channels and I think ours sounds you know just as good as some of the other ones out there people actually micing stuff up and going through expensive preamps and actually I kind of feel that by going through a slightly 
cheaper system as it were you're kind of maybe doing a little bit more justice to people hearing it through like laptops and kind of rather well, than going oh we're we're micing up with a six thousand pound microphone into yeah. a four thousand pound preamp you know it's, yeah, well, it's kind of a little bit more realistic in its terms of its budget as well i mean listening through you know firstly putting something up on youtube and you know listening to a laptop speakers on your phone is kind of like a neutralizer for that anyway so i think as long as you've got a half decent tone going in which I think the two notes does very very well Um, it's you know that's as good as they need to be really and I'd you know I'd love to be micing stuff up just kind of for our own amusement Um, but yeah the two note stuff sounds cool I'm really pleased with how the new videos have come out so yes highly recommended two notes get the uh, get the thumbs up Joe Branton what have you been up to um oh a few things happened okay um I, other than depression um <laughs> there, uh, I, I bought an amp uh, what did what what did you buy i bought an amp uh you follow a, our instagram account mark it's, i do, it's all I on do follow it i know really i'm <laughs> no, playing the role of the listener and questioning what joe branton's <laughs> bought yeah um i i bought an ashdown okay so i bought bass amp um, yeah for people not interested in bass um, it, Let's not make this too lengthy because yeah. we've had some feedback that bass guitars are boring <laughs> this evening. So, uh, yes, go on. All right, uh, so I bought uh, an Ashdown. Uh, I went for the um, ABM head, um, the ABM 600 head, which is the, the, the newest model in um, in Valve preamp um, 500 watt heads from Ashdown, which is really good, really great, like a mark. A marked improvement on the on the 500 series that that came before. Um, even though all the controls are kind of the same, it still has the same like a uh, three-band EQ with the additional um, two extra controls, so four extra controls in total for low mids and high mids. Still has the onboard compressor, octaver. Which they don't call it an octaver, do they? It's like a sub sub. Yeah, that's what they've. It's like a sub harmonic. They've had it on those amps forever, haven't it's, they? It's actually for the first time I've, I've been listening to, I was playing it and I was like it's not that bad and they kind of have a bit of a ropey rep the, do they, the Octaver do they foot switch yes they do okay yeah. fine because I was going to say it's a bit of a weird choice to put the octave on an amp and then not be able to turn it off that no, doesn't yeah. really work yeah. for live it, it performance foot switches, so you can okay. foot switch they also have a valve drive on okay. there um, that just heats up the, the 12x7s on the front end But so they've got the, the valve drive the compressor and the octave are all foot switchable which is quite cool so it's a bit of an, a sort of multi-effects all-in-one amp yep. head I'm not going to use any of those but actually I have plugged it in at home and, and sort of turned it down for home use and actually just having a compressor on the head is, is a nice touch for, yes. for home use so I think well because you might not necessarily want to plug in your pedal board if you're just playing in the living room yeah, thing. yeah exactly but yeah the, the head is, is great but it's very much Ashdown's like bread and butter amp head so that's, that's kind of the most standard thing I've got the really interesting uh, thing that I've, I've got is the first of two to come uh, custom built Ashdown classic series 15 um, single 15s okay so I'm getting two single 15s yeah. in 410 housings okay so they're oversized housings with a 15 inch speaker in in their cotton wool line clap cabs just imagine the fella in the Ashdown factory <laughs> going oh for god's sake why <laughs> have you it. let this maniac decide what to build so yeah they're cotton wool lined cabs with a uh, with a nice little sort of port at the at the underside okay. uh, with red a classic red mesh there'll, there'll be a picture of it on our Instagram uh, account at the moment uh, at which is Guitar Nerds, at Guitar Nerds yeah. um, check that out it's really cool I 
could not be happy with it. It sounds like the 1970s. It's so woolly and thuddy and it has so little definition i absolutely love it it sounds like the worst bass amp ever oh, i love it i've been playing i've been playing my bass six with like um some cloth underneath the have bridge you, have you got flat wounds on your bass six uh, well? no not at the not moment anymore. i changed to no. round wounds i'm gonna put flats back i'm thinking about flats making just, a reappearance do you just hate treble yeah not really not really a big fan of it i just Weird. really love john paul jones that's it's all that's, about that base. Yeah, it's all about that base. So anyway, so that happened. So I'm okay. really, really happy with that Ashdown amp. It was, and I was a little bit like, because I was moving off of Orange. I've played Orange for years. And I was a bit like, oh, because sort of part of me's kind of moved to Ashdowns because I'm quite good mates with the guy, the, one of the fellas there. And I was like, I do really like their amps, but I've, I know Orange inside out. And I know that I'm happy with them. And I was like, oh, what if, what if I've made a mistake? Yeah what if I can't take it back but actually I sort of played that and I was like oh all those things that I thought just I couldn't was was like me not being able to make something sound right was just that I don't think the orange was quite what I was looking for it doesn't the orange stuff doesn't really do that really woolly no, type it's, tone it's, it's always got a grunt yeah, yeah mid range grunt to it so have you sold all your orange stuff now yeah, yeah, all yeah the orange so you're fully gone. on the Ashdown bus fully Ashdown yeah Okay, fully, fully on the Ashdown Tour yeah. Bus 10, yeah. <laughs> which is an amp that they do. Great Hilarious. Amp, yeah. What a joke. Um, cool. Well, that's good. So what else? What else? What else? Um, um, my girlfriend bought a guitar. Okay. What did she buy? Um, she bought um, a, um, a Squire vintage modified Jaguar. Okay. In surf green. Interesting. Yeah. Why? Um, well, because uh, it's a super cool guitar. Okay. And the only guitar you've got in your house is like a hand built. Tele- her, she's got a thin line telly with yeah, a three red violin with a cello, headstock. cello headstock, cello. Yeah, yeah. bonkers, unbelievable. So, so yeah, so uh, that's super cool as cool. well. I spent um, I spent the weekend with her at, at a studio. She was recording or writing some of her solo stuff um, with her like ridiculous Roland setup. She's got like loads of synths and a drum machine and some other bass synths, and she brought the Jaguar along as well. Sounds super cool. I forgot how a how trebly. Jaguars are yes. How ridiculously yeah. brittle they are, particularly those pickups that they put in there. Yeah, um, I know that a lot of people. That's a common mod on those guitars is to take them out and put in, you know, like a bare knuckle or Seymour well, Duncan or something. They're Duncan design. The, the they are, but they're quite mod. they're quite bright. And obviously, yeah. the, you know, they're the Duncan design range of their Chinese range. Yeah. So there's um, there's something to be said for upgrading to the kind of yeah, full yeah I guess so. American I was um, I was really surprised though because we borrowed my mate's um, old Vox AC30. Uh, with greenbacks in it and um, it was still like the trebliest thing in the world even with like quite a a, a relatively bassy amp like the AC30 it was still yeah AC30 is weird you have to kind of watch that top end it can get out of control sometimes so maybe yeah maybe there was just dialing that back a little bit was the way forward yeah probably probably but yeah, that that was uh, that that was about it. There's obviously a, a lot of the stuff I want to talk about are things that are in the Nam news because yes. I've done some other stuff, but it's more interlinked okay. with the Nam news. Interesting. Well, before we dive into the Nam news, uh, just want to say that if you are following us live on ampli.5/forward/slash/guitar-nerds, um, do get in the chat. You know, you're part of the show as well now. Just um, chat along with us. Um, but also, if you were uh, if you want to help us out, you can leave a donation on there as well. There's uh, an option to, you know, drop us a dollar here or there to um, to just, just help out with the show. Maybe perhaps buy Jay a new mug uh, to replace this <laughs> South Park one that's on its desk. Talking of Jay Cross, he's just joined us. He has joined us. Give him time to sort himself out. He looked very sweaty and red-faced. He's just done a gig, so he's going uh, to drop in in a sec. Mm. Um, so should we dive into news? I think we should dive into some... 
Newbile. <laughs> okay, good. So this is the news. So obviously, uh, Summer Nam this week uh, is the, I guess it's the kind of B tier Nam show. Um, it's in what, what? Nash- Nashville? How is it B tier? Nash- Nashville. In Nashville. Yeah. I, I, not that I'm saying that the gear that has come out this year is B tier, but in uh, historically it's been oh, the smaller of the Nam shows. I, I tell you what, when when mm. this stuff started getting announced, I had to sort of. Like remind myself that this isn't the main it's one. Not, it's not. Because I was Nam, like, Nam. God, I don't like. I haven't really prepared for this. I'm, I'm, there's no like build up to now. No. Things I'm normally like excited. And I was like, oh, this one's just sort of happened. All this gear, and then I was like, oh yeah, it's not. It's not really the real Nam. No, summer Nam. So what normally happens is before uh, winter Nam, so the big one in California, uh, we you know you'll get a load of press releases and there's loads of hype about stuff and some products will come out beforehand. Um, summer Nam's a bit different to that. It almost seems like you know, like a regional guitar show. Um, mm. Well, Aphex Twin have turned up with their, their new um, Cheetah EP. What? So they've released an EP that you can only play on a certain device. Okay. It's some sort of... What's this got to do with Summer Nam? They, they've got a booth. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How bizarre. How yeah. bizarre. So, yeah, it's um, it's not, you know, your your grand announcements from 300 and something companies or whatever are um, some well, of them, but some there's, there's, there's some cool stuff. There, isn't there? there is, there is indeed. Should we dive um, dive into it? Yes. Okay, sounds dive good to me. To so, first up, the Big F. Fender have announced a few new models. The Fender Mustang, the Mustang P90, and the Mustang Bass. Good, sweet, yeah. Moses. Classic Where model making a bit of a return. Well, let's start with the Mustang itself. I guess that's the kind of base model. So, well, it's not no, the base what? model. It's the standard model. The standard model. It's, 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 it's not just that they've reintroduced something that we've been kind of gagging for. It, it's that they've actually also introduced it in loads of great colours as well. Well. Yeah, so I've only yeah. seen. So um, I didn't have much time to put the show together. Jay, are you making a drink? Just pouring some water out. Okay, so good. Um, so yeah, I've only seen one picture actually, which is the Capri Orange, um, yeah. which looks cool. Red, I think it's the other one. Okay. They're doing and, and no Green. sunburst. No yeah, su- Sherwood, Sherwood Green. Green. No, I don't think. I think. I think that's been. Let me say that again, in case you missed it. Sherwood Green. Sherwood Green. Indeed. So, so the three colours again. Uh, Capri Orange. Sherwood Green, apparently, and uh, Torino Red. Torino Red. That's yeah. a, how much is that? Just about the most mental range of colours well, for a standard mm, line. I'm surprised that they didn't go. You know, think about your traditional Mustang colours, which would be like Olympic White, Candy Apple Red, maybe like a Candy Apple Blue as well. I guess oh, so. something boring. I'm a Fender and notorious for like boring standard lines, but this is actually a. Really interesting. There's nothing wrong with a bit of candy apple red or candy apple blue. Come on, that's an awesome colour. But I like what they've done. Capri orange returning to the range. Uh, that mm. is cool. So Matt, what's the um, what the spec and um, yeah, what do we know about it? So Mexican built. Um, I did have to confirm that. I wasn't sure, but definitely Mexican built because they discontinued sort of loads of offset things. What a year and a year and a half ago. Yeah. And I think Offset's always been an odd range for them. They've kind of never really known what to put where and kind of what model to make. So they've kind of gone, well, we did the Squire one, you know, and we've discontinued the other ones for a while. So let's go for Mexican built. Almost looks a bit, it's got like the Duosonic style pickups in it. Well, it looks at, at first I thought it was a Duosonic, but it's just that kind of Mustang design. Um, but yeah, they look cool. Hardtail, maple neck, you know obviously slightly shorter scale um i think they're going for pretty much 
vintage through and through really yeah but kind of doing some sort of funkier colors that's why it's weird um, because you know like the colors that they've chosen like capri orange is from the 70s international series it's yeah, like what along weird with what was that what were the other colors in that um Graf- graffiti yellow oh yeah what color. um and some other good ones there's that there's that weird blue yeah and antigua burst was that was that part of the international color yes range? i think it Just was a terrible color that's the no, worst it's not. Of the color. mushroom burst is not an awful color what Mu- are you talking about <laughs> mushroom it burst. is a dreadful no it's color. not it's an amazing color come on they've got the the baritone jazz masters only available in antigua oh, no <laughs> the, sorry <laughs> your, your inflection made... there was completely wrong the baritone jag master jazz master is only available in uh Oh, you, but I didn't realise that you guys were so tasteless. This isn't this tasteless. Isn't, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tasteless. Says the man tasteless. who opted for a two-colour sunburst. When you could have had any finish, you went for a two-colour sunburst. Yeah, I, I'm I'm happy to be called tasteless by someone that boring. Uh, Jay Cross is here, everyone. Hi, Hi friends. Hello. Sorry, I'm late. Um, well, you've been doing a gig, which we should maybe talk about in the Patreon. Yeah, we'll sure. Yeah, we'll we're bit, already yeah. we're already deep in the news. Yeah, so, so I hear. Um, so, um, so that's the standard Mustang, just regular kind of uh, Durasonic style single coils. Um, what about the Mustang P90? Is it yeah, exactly so the same guitar, but with P90s? Yeah, rosewood neck, I think. I don't think there's a maple neck option with this one. Um, same price, about $449, so probably about the same in um, pounds. Alnico 5, P90s, metal control plate, so it looks more like a traditional Mustang I suppose apart from the apart from the P90s and I think I'm not 100% they're also doing a humbucker version as well with a single coil and a humbucker yeah they yeah, are I yeah. saw a picture of that but then I on I saw a kind of press release type thing and it didn't have that on there and I couldn't reason, find and I couldn't find any info about it so okay. I'm not I'm not saying for definite but yeah basically Mustang P90s and then one with a set of Durasonic pickups do we know what the P90s are? Are they Fender's own design? Fender own, black, Fender's black own P90s, though. Yeah, I'm into yeah, it. I'm, they're not the black doves, though, which are the ones they put in the uh, Jim Adkins. Jim Adkins? Yeah. Yes. The, the JA90. They're not the same pickups as that, by the looks of it. I was really into those. Um, but yeah, I'm into this new line. I'm glad to see Mustangs back. How mm. about the um, How about the bass? Yeah. Well, the bass is quite interesting. I mean, a shame for them not to considering kind of how authentic they've made at least a couple of the options it's a shame that they haven't gone for they've gone for a more a common modded version of yes. the Mustang bass which is still super cool and actually I think if anything it has made it far more applicable to modern use uh, the, 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 the change that they've made is they've done away with the normal Mustang pickup which is a tiny little split single coil pickup in a in a sort of which I found cover. out was called the Tic Tac the oh, other day I, I never oh, knew that, that. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah yeah I'm down with that um and they've swapped it out for a standard P bass and J bass pickup, so it's a, a P PJ configuration, which isn't an uncommon mod. You see that a lot in in, in old models that have been uh, that have been adapted to one or the other or both. Yeah. Um, just to you know, so that you've got a, a pickup with a bit more output that's maybe a little bit more versatile than the Tic Tac, but. I I, th- I still think a shame that they haven't just. Well, the thing is, they did those. They did it at like a accurate reissue for a long time. They yeah. did a Japanese one, and um, they were very successful. They were very successful, but maybe it's just time to kind of mix it up a little bit, putting yeah, some P bass pickups in there. This certainly is is a good modern version. Making it PJ, I'm kind of a bit like. For me, PJ's always been the. Uh, we don't actually want to give this instrument any identity, so we'll give it a bit of both. It's sort of what I feel about the Jaguar bass. 
um, yeah. where you've got you know the the P bass which has one pickup, the Jazz pickup which has its two single coils, and then the Jaguar bass that just has a bit of both. Yeah. So it's it's like it's not its own thing. The Jaguar bass I think has always been weird because you know they put like the active EQ in there and stuff, and yeah. it was just always a bit. Funny. I didn't know what to do with it. No. And even like the Dimension Bass has got its own individual pickup, yeah. which makes it unique and interesting. And just this, so having a sort of passive PJ is a bit like, well, so this is essentially just like a Jaguar bass. Yeah. For a short scale then. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit of a shame, but yeah. still very cool. Yes, indeed. Good to see the Mustang back in various forms. So, um, Joe Ranton, you've been dying to talk about this next item on our list, also from the big F. Um, I only saw this today, and uh, do you want to announce what it is? The Fender Flea Signature Jazz Bass. Yes. That's right. Because Flea, Flea has always had a jazz bass. Very much this is sort of Flea's Atom for Peace bass. Like, it's not Flea Chili Peppers. This is Flea, okay. Atoms for Peace, Didn't, one of the best bands well, in the world, Atoms for Peace. I, that's, that doesn't mean anything. bass. Um, he did use this on some chili pepper stuff, though, yes, didn't he? he has, like, yeah, it's, it's on some Californication. Okay. He used it for all of Stadium Arcadium as well. Okay. But it's also on Atoms for Peace. That album's rubbish, isn't it? Yes, Stadium really rubbish. Arcadium. Yeah, it's yes. the one they recorded live, and it's really, really rubbish. Yeah. Rubbish album. Anyway, um, it's also on Atoms for Peace, which, uh, Amok, <laughs> is an absolutely what they like? brilliant album. They're good? Or really good, really good. good. Amazing. Really? How good? I'd say, I'd, I'd say like... This is the band with people from Musin as well, right? Yes, <laughs> isn't it? You're just the cussing Joe Branton's it is so, isn't it? No, favorite no. people. Radiohead. Radiohead. That the other one, the other rubbish one. Um. Anyway, oh so God. tell us about the Fender Flea signature jazz bass. So, so if you heard that Flea, bear in mind Flea's signature model. We've had the Flea bass. Yeah. Awful. And before that, we had the uh, Mod- modulus, mo- modulus, which was graphite, which was a graphite through neck bass with a humbucker in the bridge. The humbucker that, that was done bass. done in the same finish as the rest of the body. Oh yeah. Then, then there's the flea bass, which came in such finishes as lime green with a pink scratch plate. Yeah. Um, and were sort of a similar Bold. affair to the. They were rubbish, weren't oh, they? they were really so rubbish. They were Flea's company that Flea they essentially left and they went under. Sorry? Weren't they a Behringer base? Well, I don't weren't know. they just like a rebranded Behringer no, base? Or Flea, something like no, that? it's Flea's company. It was, it, it yeah, was his company. He, he just was, left it. Yeah, he was doing like a it affordable base, basically. Basically, and they were just basically he was unsuccessful at what Marcus Miller's managed to do quite successfully. Have you uh, tried one of those Marcus Miller's? Sires, yeah, yeah, yeah. A friend of mine bought them. Really good, like remarkably good. Okay. Hardware's great, sounds good, build quality's great, and they're sub £400. What's, uh, what's best selling bass on Toman's website at the moment. Really? Yeah. What's the deal with that? Is it something that um, Marcus Miller has, or has Marcus Miller gone out and gone, you know what I want? I want to make a bass that's affordable. I'll go out and I will build this to my spec. Or is it someone industrious has gone out to China? put together uh, found a factory that will put together a load of bases and then come back gone to the US and gone and found Marcus Miller and be like look I've made these they're really cheap do you want to go halves in on this it's, actually, it's a bit of both yeah is it a bit of both? Uh, they, they, they do a quite an open documentary on sort of what happened oh and, right okay uh, and yeah um, Marcus Miller was um, looking was 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 aware and quite involved in sort of uh, um, like kids learning to play bass and, and getting involved in music and and of course his signature model his very signature model is a sort of eight nine hundred pound 
but it's not very accessible for kids getting into music. Or the uh, five string, which was oh, yeah, three, three grand, grand or something. Yeah. So, so he was coming to the end of his contract with Fender, and um, he was looking to set something up like that. And at the same time, uh, Sire approached him, um, asking him if he wanted to come on board with them, and he wanted to come on board with them on the agreement that they could work together to make a an affordable like it version of his bass version of his bass yeah. which is exactly what they did so and nailed it what an absolutely cracking instrument they've just released a new vintage version of that with bound neck with block inlays and stuff cool. so really cool really cool but um, back to this one the, f- yes. the new flea fender so we'd think considering the flea bass considering the modulus that this is going to be very tacky um, and you know just basically not, not I mean very, I've got something to say good. about this but carry on so wrong <laughs> it's based on flea's actual jazz bass which is a 61 jazz bass that he was given by a fan unfortunately a fan of the Chili Peppers rather than a fan of uh, the amazing <laughs> band that is Atom's Face um, but it is a 61 jazz bass so concentric pop controls uh, it, he's gone for it's relic so it's road worn because it's Mexican it's road worn oh they're um, Mexican are they? yeah yeah that's oh, right yeah. I didn't know that um, okay. so here's the best bit road worn concentric controls 61 style all these things are amazing what could make it better than that? Uh, Matt Knight, what could make it better than that? Uh, perhaps the colour, Joe. What colour do you think they went for, Matt Knight? Uh, they went for faded shell pink. Faded shell pink. Maybe I'll buy the bass. Th- Maybe I will buy this bass and it will be the start of my bass career. Well, there you go, exactly. So, the Flea Signature model is a very tastefully relict, um, uh, very tastefully road-worn faded shell pink 61 concentric controlled jazz bass with a torque guard that is the best thing ever like it's the sort of thing i would actually go to the custom shop for and it is now available for 850 pounds this is all for a gig bag no i know what you're gonna say but they could have just left it at that but because flea is flea would you would you rather it was a signature on the headstock no definitely not well there you go so basically (sighs) on the neck plate of this bass uh, is a uh, kind of uh, inlay that is like scrawled in really scratched. bad writing. It's supposed like to look like it's been scratched. Flea in. and it's got like a smiley face. A picture of some teeth. Yeah. It's just it looks oh, horrendous. Okay, you it's can change. Horrendous. You can change a neck plate. You can change a neck plate. But just if leave it was it. a signature on a headstock, it would have ruined it. Put it on the back of the head. No, in fact, no, no put it anywhere. No, don't on put it, it anywhere. Well, just leave it. No, but it's a signature one. They've got to put it somewhere. No, they don't. Do they? Well, they normally do. <laughs> on Beth, the front, yeah, just right <laughs> on the school of three, right on the front of the. Well, base. it's not it's not as bad as when Sting had it done on the twelfth fret in yeah, a it's pearl a block classic, inlay. Classic. Oh, um, the Ramones really. one's really good. Oh but yeah, the DD. It's not a real signature. It's not a real signature. Dee Ramone was great. He had nothing to do with it, therefore it's not a real signature. Yeah, the estate of Dee Ramone did. Oh, had God. the Ramones logo on the back plate. No, what could be better than that? No, super that's cool. Rubbish. This are there is any, super cool. Are there any signature models that? Don't ever draw attention to the fact that they're not signature models. Like yeah, um, how about the Steve Harris signature jazz bass? Yeah, right. With the West Ham with the West Ham logo on it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was very much yeah, drawing right, attention. A a, but no, seriously, that's a um, um, what, Freeman. Matt Freeman went for Matt. Uh, Fre- his, Matt it says it's got some sort of signature. On yeah, the back. yeah, it's got it on the back of the yeah, headstock. Yeah, but I just like. Is there anything that doesn't say signature model at all? I mean, do you it? remember Matt Freeman's Dean, his signature Dean bass that said mm. Matt, which said Freeman in like um, sort of italic joined up writing the whole way oh, down the fretboard yeah. in Perloid. Oh man, that actually exists. Yeah. Unbelievable. What, um, what about the Johnny Marr? 
The Johnny Myers got the signature on the back. Mm. I think I don't the think, headstock. I don't think anyone would put out a signature model without at least having it on the neck yeah. plate or the back of the headstock. Like, what about the Jay Maskis? Jay Maskis so got, got it on the back of the headstock. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Talking about ostentatious signature bases, Joe Branton, tell me about the Gretsch Tom Peterson signature oh bases. Oh my God. Okay, so this is the best time ever. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I was really like, I saw I saw about this after I'd seen the, the fleet, which incidentally, um, I immediately contacted the fender purchaser at the shop that I work at and asked him to order one in. So I will be purchasing. Are you one. really going to get I, a flea base? 100% buying one. I've, I've already contacted uh, the owner and let him know that I want to... I want to buy okay, one. So cool. It's it's a it's a faded shell pink sixty one jazz base. Yeah, this of course. Is everything I've are ever you, wanted. Are you going to change the neck plate? That's the. Uh... Um, I don't care about that. So okay. it's fine. For Weird. Me. It's Weird. fine for me. Um, anyway, so as if as if things could get any better than a faded shell pink sixty one concentric stack pot jazz base. Gretsch have released the Tom Peterson from Cheap Trick um, signature base. Anyone who knows Cheat Trick knows that Tom Peterson's bass, because he's played this for, for some years, it's just okay. that Gretsch are actually bringing it to the market. Um, the bass that he plays is absolutely mental. It is a short, str- a short scale, 12-string, semi-hollow, white, Ridiculous. double cut, what? with gold hardware. 12-string, so 12-string, meaning a 12-string bass, as in it's a, it's a four-string bass with two octaves, for each string so for every string that you want to fret pushing down three strings yeah 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 yeah, yeah, on on every one so you've got to sort of claw your way around this short scale do we know how it's tuned so it is just uh, it's just EADG sure and then the two strings are both the same octave okay fine so So they're both an octave up yes are they where are they is it one on each side no no it's they're they're both below yeah Above. above yeah so above. it goes if you're yeah. looking down at the guitar it's yeah. thick string two thin yeah. strings yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. String, yeah. Thin. and the, the way the headstock setup looks amazing because they've gone for like um it's like a big bass tuner um 
and followed by two little guitar tuners yeah. each time so sort of big gold tuner Looks two little tuners ridiculous. big gold tuner two little the headstock is almost as long as the bass is it like itself. that Stig Peterson bass no not quite but yeah it's not a million miles from it but um, what a ridiculous thing to why are they making this like how many people how many people even listen to cheap trick well, anymore let alone want I think you're underestimating no. the power of the cheap trick um, if you're a cheap trick fan, let us know in the. Uh, I mean, they wrote they wrote that song "Surrender," which is one of the best songs of all time. Like genuinely, one of the best songs of all time. It's a great tune. Um, the, the, what's the geezer's name? Rick Nielsen. Rick Nielsen, because he just had a um, he had a Les Paul, didn't he? Yes. You remember we talked about it about mm. two months ago. Yep. Um, I can't remember what it is. But some, he, had a, he, had a, he had a Les Paul. Yeah. That's uh, the the actually that 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 really is one of the other good things about Fender introducing a flea signature bass because that along with the um, the the recent U2 jazz bass, uh, some of the first times that Fender and Gretsch, who obviously they own, are stepping away from only giving signature models to punk bands. Yeah, that is weird, isn't it? That they went through that period of Squire and uh, Fender just doing punk signature models. And yeah, like Chris Aitken from yeah. Strung Out. <laughs> so weird. So <laughs> weird. Like, they are. <laughs> so weird. So weird. And um, worth mentioning, they are also doing a four-string model. So if you want, if you like the look, oh, are they? you're I a big fan. Yeah, they're doing. Um, yeah, just a regular four string so if you want a nice short scale semi hollow Gretsch Double bass cut, I mean it's, it's a white gold, falcon basically yes. bass yeah. isn't it um, yeah. so what yeah. more could you want there's a four string version for no- I didn't I didn't see a price though Matt or it was, it's going to be silly I didn't see a price it's but I'd imagine yeah, I, didn't, I haven't seen it it's yeah. going to be it's going to be a lot fairly basically okay so next up more signature models um, mm-hmm. coming from oh, before you jump in sorry can I yeah. just um, there's been some feedback from the Amplify uh, forum that uh, I don't know if this has anything to do with us but the left side the left channel is apparently quite a lot louder than the right oh. I don't know if that's anything I to do with us that. uh, yeah that's probably why hang on let's just turn that down a touch hello 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 Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, there we go. I think we should be even now. I hope that sorts things out. That's uh, That seems cool. That's all okay. good. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All good. Hopefully that sorts it out. Indeed. Indeed. So, um, next up, from Reverend. Reverend. Uh, indeed. Again. We keep mentioning mm. these guys at the moment. New, brand new model, the Jen Wassner, mm-hmm. or Wassner signature model. I'm not yeah. sure exactly how it's pronounced. No. So, um, Joe, you did a bit of digging into this, and yeah. I think, Matt, you've looked at it as well. Do you want to, yes. um, do yeah. you want, Matt, do you want to tell us um, what it's all about? Well, basically, if you thought faded shell pink was the best colour you're ever going to own <laughs> on a guitar, you haven't had optic interruption as your, uh, as your finish. It's even a good name for a the, colour. The, the f- I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it's black and white checkers, stripes, and... Yeah, it's like a strange circles. mix of like Very geometric weird. shapes. Or do you remember the Eddie Van Halen circles guitar that was kind mm. of yeah. yeah like this? But this is like yeah. even more, more full intense. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So who is Jen Vassner? Uh, she's um, she sort of I, I can't remember the name of the band she's in, but she has um, she, flock of dimes. No, no, that's not it. Dungeoness called Why? Oh, yeah. She's in a few. Different she's bands, in a few actually. things, but she also she plays session for the National, which is. Which is pretty cool. Okay, I mean, both the national guitarists are pretty wicked. So okay, that's a pretty cool band to to get to session with. Um, it's quite cool though. the f- The finish is. I was just reading here. The finish was designed by a textile artist who designs all the things she wears on stage. Right. Um. So the ba- the guitar basically matches what she wears. So there you go. Yeah. I, cool. I, saw- I just think like if you get like it's one of those things. I just thought if I was got a, got a signature, I would go 
like totally ridiculous. I mean, yes. why not? Um, well, I can answer why not because presumably you're getting a cut of the sales, <laughs> and so you probably you want, want to sell some. Yeah. I think this will sell a lot. I think, uh, well, I mean, for um, Jen Vastner's audience, I'd right. imagine, you know, it's probably a cool thing. Right. Um, Reverend are also really on the up at the moment. Totally. What a great company. Yeah. I've loved everything they've done recently. Totally. They just keep well, bringing out new cool they're, stuff. They're so bold, it's because though. They're Go on, yeah. sorry. I was going to say, it's because they're doing this, the, the great thing about having the guitars built somewhere in a decent factory that's cheaper to produce instruments but then still setting them up and QCing them in America rather than shipping them direct to dealers yeah so the quality of the guitars are going through proper QC both at the factory and at Reverend but they're being produced somewhere where ultimately it's cheaper to make guitars yeah, yeah. so you're getting a guitar that effectively feels sounds and plays like something that should be twice the money and these are like seven eight hundred quid yeah yeah Yeah, they're um they're super impressive i think we need to uh we need to get some basically don't we we need to uh we need to speak to them yeah because they've got some cool controls like so you've got volume tone and then you've got bass contour as well so if you want to tighten up the low end um and it kind of revoices the pickup so you can go like humbucker to like p90 on them which is quite cool and that's just all on a control and that's sort of unique to to those guitars not many people sort of put a circuit like that in i suppose it's almost a reworking of like some of the gretsch circuitry when you have like the mud switch and things like that yes um but you know graphite nut locking tuners yeah custom design pickups such attention to detail for yeah it's a lot of guitar for the money yeah yeah um and fender scale length as well yeah they remind me a bit of um what what was the last leo fender company gnl gnl yeah yeah they've have got a bit of a gnl vibe i'm really into them i think uh reverend definitely someone to look out for. i like the headstock i'd like you know well that's the gnl bit it's very gnl the headstock yeah Yeah, it's it's sort of like when you've got a new guitar company or a newish guitar company like i think you could make the body any shape but you've you've almost got to nail the headstock. Yeah, like the headstock's got to look right. If the headstock looks weird, the rest of the guitar will just you, look weird. You see, like some Fender copies, and you're like, oh, "That looks absolutely amazing!" Like, the, yeah. looks spawn my exact spec. And then you see the headstock, and you're like, "That is the worst looking guitar." Well, I've you ever mean seen. like like Sir, for example? Well, so I think are a bit guilty of it. They make some great looking guitars, and then I, mean, I, I the don't worst like the headstock. What is it, Tom? Tom Anderson? No, Tom, not Tom and, Anderson. No, James. Uh, James, James Tyler. Tyler. James Tyler. Oh. Yeah. The ones they said he's na- so good, he put his name on the headstock twenty times. Yeah, that is the that is the worst headstock ever. <laughs> I'm I'm also not a uh, I'm not a huge fan of. Um, uh, I, right? You know what? I've just that was quite funny. Oh, okay. I've totally lost my train of thought. No, I was going to say no, 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 no. Like, oh, Epiphone. I'm not, ha- mm. I'm not a fan of the Epiphone oh, headstock. Yeah. Yeah. The Les Paul headstock. Yeah, it really Les- ruins the Les Paul, doesn't no, it? I think so. I've seen, um, I saw somewhere someone was, um, someone made like retrofit Gibson Little style wings horns that you could, you could glue on the top. Yeah. I, um, I, was, <laughs> I was thinking about getting one of the Joe Bonamassa, the Inverness Green Les yeah. Pauls, because the, the neck is like a baseball bat yeah. on those things. It's actually And they've brilliant. got Bigsby and stuff, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, it's great. For, for the money, it's, it's unbelievable. But it's just that headstock is really, yeah. even with the incredible neck, it's really off-putting. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about some amp stuff. Supro 1600 Supreme. Matt Knight. Um, I, I want it. I, oh so do God. I. I did a bit of. I put the, this up on the uh, on the site guitarnerds.net, um, talking about the uh, the release of this. So it's modelled on a K 
kind of fame an amp famously used by Rolling, the Rolling Stones. Um, mm-hmm. Have you got some spec? Yeah, so um, fifty nine Supro basically in in terms of its cosmetics and its circuitry, uh, twenty five watts Class A, one by ten speaker, uh, two six V sixes, and just the best control layout volume volume tone um which is kind of all you want really so you can you've got two inputs one goes um to basically puts one volume into another into the tone and one just gives you the second volume so sort of like patching together an old fender or an old marshall or something like that but it looks amazing i was like I bet it's like I'd love to like I've watched the demo videos but I'd love to play through one because I bet it sounds absolutely incredible yeah completely it just sounded like pretty raucous like, I guess one t- like 110s always have that kind of sound um, yeah. and you know if you're talking about like classic Rolling, Rolling Stones tone it is pretty raucous so yeah, yeah I think- I, you've got enough clean headroom but those 6L6 6V6s sorry drive quite nicely yeah. they're quite sort of rich and they've got a, a lot of sort of bottom end to the actual valve and then going through the 110 where you've got this kind of like mid-range sort of almost like boxy sort of quality that kind of gives you that really sort of vintage 60s sort of drive I suppose yeah yeah I think that looks super cool and you know Supro pretty much everything they've bought out since the relaunch has been impressive really really yeah. well built and, uh, and great sounding so um, next up Digitech the Nautilla. I think oh. that's how you pronounce it. Nautilla? Yeah. Let's Nortilla. go with Nautilla. I, I, yeah. I have no yes, idea. Nortilla. It doesn't make any Nortilla. sense. No, it doesn't make any sense why they've made and released this pedal either. What, what is it? It's a flanger chorus. Yeah. That's, that's good. That What's wrong with that? That sounds like something you would absolutely love. What? No, why? You love because a bit you of bass love chorus. Flange no. and chorus. No, I like vibrato and... I like phaser. Oh, that's why you've only got those two <laughs> those two effects on your board, isn't it? Mostly, I have fuzzes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what it's so it's a combination uh, chorus and flange, uh, yes. which are kind of the same effect anyway. Um, yes. Yeah, they are. Of. Joe Branton, you're yeah, sneering, but they uh, but they they come from the same place. No, chorus v- and flange. Vibrato and chorus come from the no. same place. Yes, no, they, they do. don't. Yes, they do. Listen, yes, well, they do. Matt Knight's about Matt, to explain Matt, why you're wrong. Matt Knight, boss, will will tell you that the vibrato, uh, the VB no, circuit, and the chorus circuit are virtually the same. Sorry, no, no, sorry you're thinking I, of. I just need to ring a bell because the new school C2. Go, on, Matt. Um, because you're thinking of the new CE2, where the yeah, vibrato circuit is different, where the VB the VB2 is pitch based vibrato, and chorus and flanger are time based effects. They work on delay, not on pitch. Ding, ding. School's out. Um, So, Matt, do you want to tell us uh, what's special about the uh, Digitech Nautilla? Yes, because people who do like chorus or flanger, you can actually have uh, eight, or you can have four choruses or eight flanger voices simultaneously. (laughs) Some would call it over the top. (laughs) That sounds a little cool. So, what is this like? The cure in a pedal, or it's yeah, it's like having four cures in in one pedal. They love wow. the chorus. Um, yeah, so basically, you can set. I, I'm sort of trying to. I'm sort of having a little bit of a read. There's not many videos surfaced yet, but effectively, you can set the voicing, and then you've got this kind of control that then drifts through all the voices. So you get this constant, like, morphing modulation, basically. Um, I just think that it's kind of cool because Digitech, I suppose, in a way, are potentially like redesigning all the pedals they had out like 15 years ago yeah um 
All those like rubbish the pedals they had out 15 years ago, you mean? The multi-chorus. Yeah, I think they've kind of gone, well, we sort of did it maybe a bit boring the first time, so now we're going to sort of go out and sort of do it a bit better this time. And actually, I prefer the design and the look on these, um, and they're a lot more rugged. And the ones I've tried, the, the really popular one from the range recently has been the Polara Reverb. Yeah. yeah. Um, it sounds way better than some of the other ones out there, things like the TC and stuff. It sounds way better, and it's great for ambient stuff as well. Sorry, so way better than the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Wow, that's quite a claim, yeah. isn't it? The Hall of Fame is yeah. like an industry standard. Yeah, but, you know, just because it's industry standard doesn't mean no, it's no, the best no, one. No, 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 yeah, absolutely. Um, um, you, Matt, you yeah. just made, I just realised you made me feel very old, because when you said, oh, the ones that were out 15 years ago, I was thinking, oh, yeah, like the 80s. no. Literally, when I started working in a guitar shop, <laughs> 2001. Oh man, that's depressing. Anyway, I'm talking uh, about depressing. Do you want to hear the, the most metal-sounding um, guitar pedal ever made? This is genuinely that. That's true. How about if I told you Seymour Duncan have just released a new pedal called the Killing Floor? That's metal, isn't it? That's really yeah, metal. That's, yeah. It sounds. It sounds. Amazing! I watched the video demo from. There's Summon no Am. way something called the Killing Floor sounds amazing. No, it sound, the guy was plugging a telly into this and was basically playing Metallica, and he's like, "Yeah, telly shouldn't really sound like this, but this pedal basically gives you those sounds from." We did that and got guitars. like. We did that and got great, got great beef. reception, didn't great we? response from the old. <laughs> yeah, you should probably um, not use a telly for pedal demos if it's a metal pedal, but apparently yeah. this one sounds great, so. We'll see. Yeah, this is basically a redesigned Seymour Duncan pickup booster okay. for people who like playing metal and high gain. Okay. Um, so rather than just giving you volume boost, it gives you gain boost, and it's 30 dBs worth of boost as well. So gain and, and volume. That's quite uh, a lot of boost. And then the three-way voice toggle basically is uh, high-end boost or high-end cut or completely flat. Okay. Um, so you can take the cut out for you when you're using a telly to take all the top end off, or if you're using particularly sort of high output pickups and they can be a bit dark sounding, you can add more brightness back in. So awesome for just going into the front end of a sort of fairly cranked amp or just as a gain boost pedal on its own for any other drives that you've got on your pedal board. So yeah, it's kind of like the metal version of the, the pickup booster. Um, we are. Uh, we've got about ten minutes left on the podcast. Let's do a couple more bits of news, and then maybe Jay, if there's any feedback from the yeah, uh, we've got some, we've got some questions. We've got some questions. In. If anybody else uh, has any questions, uh, please feel free to uh, to ask away. We've got um, yeah, we've got a couple of questions. One from Matt. One from Rob. Cool. Um, oh, I've just refreshed the page, so you'll have to give me a minute. Okay, cool. So um, let's do. Um, they are yeah. Let's do a couple of new pedals. First up, the uh, Pigtronics yes. Philosopher's Tone Micro. Oh, good um, lord! One that we've talked about before in the Philosopher's Tone. Uh, it's always been kind of uh, well regarded by the Guitar Nerds podcast. Um, is it the one that Billy Sheehan uses? Uh, he used to use it. Yeah, he has. He has changed. He has okay. his own signature. Oh, he's got model. the EBS now. He's got the EBS. He? Yeah, but yeah. I said that yeah, the 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 Pigtronics uh, Philosopher's Tone. What a, a brilliant compressor, and what the grit function just makes it completely unique and just everything you want. It's kind of a preamp and a compressor in a box. So, pedal. Matt Knight, what's the uh, what's the micro version bringing to the table? Um, 
it's basically so the the, the what I'd say now is the industry standard mini um, pedal size. Can, what I've what I liked about it uh, is that it's got rid of the grit control, which some people would go, ah, oh, but that's a really good thing about it because you can blend the drive and the clean. But when I had one, that was the thing I used the least. And actually, okay. what I want is something for super clean compression. And I think looking back on it now, what it's great for is people who do like ambient stuff with delays and reverbs because it basically gives you infinite sustain or yep. near infinite sustain without sounding overly squashed. Um, so it, it's 9 to 18 volts, so you get tons of headroom. Um, you've got the blend control on there between dry and compressed signal, but maximum sustain, it's just like this almost kind of like violin-like infinite you know continuous note and it's just brilliant if you if you're doing sort of stuff with delays and reverbs and also I mean, it works well for other things you know if you're doing country or you know you just want to kind of smooth out your pick attack but it, it would work really well for someone who's you know losing a lot of ambient effects and stuff and also great if you are not using compression very often because it means it's not taking up a huge amount of room on the pedal board so yeah, if yeah. you use it for you know if you've got a country number or there's a song where you you know you're normally using a pick but this is finger uh, picking um, I almost said finger pucked then <laughs> finger pucked that'd be weird <laughs> well I, I don't just, never get finger pucked I kind of think the the other way around as well for if if you're like me and you always leave a compressor on yeah it, then actually you don't want it to take up loads of totally. room totally yeah totally yeah. um let's do um one other compressor actually along similar lines wampler have announced the ego compressor mini so wampler's take on uh compression again in a small box um so mm. do we know what because the ego compressor has become again a bit of a kind of industry go-to really something that people seem to uh, seem to really like what's the yeah. uh, what's the micro bringing uh bringing to the it's, table it's i think basically they've managed to squeeze everything in the full size one yeah. into the mini the mini size so i don't think you've actually lost anything in this one i think a couple of the controls have switched to micro switches um but for some reason this year wampler seemed to have less out there in marketing in terms of videos on other people's channels and stuff for kind of people to get some information about it it seemed to be very secretive okay uh this year because they've also said oh we've got a new amp but then we've not really told anyone about yeah, it. yeah i saw some photos of it it's kind of <laughs> seemed like i mean unless i'm mistaken it seemed like it doesn't even have a name or anything yet I think it's like a. I think it was thirty watts. Um, yeah, but but the, that's yeah. all I could so find out. Maybe so. we should get him on the podcast and then he can tell us all about it. S speaking of uh, Brian Wampler, I was listening to Chasing Tone today. I was listening to the the Wampler podcast. Yeah. and uh, you just you you talk about how he's not doing much. They're not doing much in the way of like marketing. Uh, he was saying how on the podcast uh, he was like, yeah. So uh, you know, sometimes I'm at a, I'm at a bar or whatever. And I see someone using one of my pedals, and I go over to him and I say, "I built that." <laughs> I like it. And then he goes, "Well, I didn't build it, but like, I designed it." Right. And the other guy's like, "Oh, right, okay, cool." Yeah, I think. That's, so I think that's the sort of. I think maybe he's concentrating on like direct marketing, more sort of face to face. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Really like, <laughs> freaking out people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That oh, crazy guy again. I built, I built that. Uh, do you want to buy another one? 
that's what he's doing now I, yeah. I'm into it yeah I think that's a good good strategy plus it means you get to go to the pub a lot I mean that's is... the sort of uh, the sort of marketing I'm into yeah exactly exactly um, cool well, one last thing um, Alexander Pedals Radical Reverse Alexander Pedals are someone who we haven't really interacted with yet we, we've not had any um, not done any demos free or stuff. anything like that but well yeah we've, yeah, not, we've not had any they've, free stuff they've not sent us anything to do demos on um, but I keep seeing their stuff pop up all the time. So, um, yeah, Matt, tell us about the Radical Reverse. One thing I'd actually like to point out about them is that a portion of everything they sell, if I remember rightly, goes to charity. Oh, nice. Um, Because the guy who... Yes, everything they sell goes... um, to charity and if you want it to go to a different charity you just have to ask them oh well, so they're very a, nice they're a non-profit pedal company no no they are they are they are for profit but they um they donate like a big portion to um every pedal to charity um because the guy who designs the pedals his brother died and they donate loads of it to, to the charity, charity what are the charities going to do with all these effect pedals yeah. No, you just get a portion, portion of the portion pedal. of the effect pedal. Just get like one. <laughs> just get one knob or the switch. Some capacitors. Yeah. Yeah. No, they get money, Joe right. Branton. Okay, so. Um, so yeah. What, the so super, I thought that was quite cool. Uh, the radical reverse. Yeah. So they um, have kind of just been like churning out pedals, and the guy who designs them is absolute genius. He does disaster area designs, which are kind of like MIDI controllers as well, yeah. and he does some sort of pretty radical uh, MIDI controllers now on their website they list it as a CME exclusive so I have no idea who CME are Chicago ah, Music Chica- Exchange that's the one Chicago Music Exchange what um, Yeah, but yeah it's it's cool because it's their sort of digital delay but it's got things like granular delay and a really awesome reverse delay on it so adding to that kind of long list of delays that don't really do normal delay sounds which yeah. seem to be the one of the big things at the moment there's so many people out there kind of I think was it Maleco or Catlin Bread have got like the oil can delay and like the bicycle delay there's all some sort of like weird and wonderful things out there but this one sounds awesome because it's the granular delay is like connected to a sample and hold oscillator so it basically makes every repeat completely different to the last one okay um, so yeah if you kind of want a delay where nothing ever sounds the same twice that's the one to I'm go in. for I'm in. Yeah, sign me up. That sounds good. Um, sounds cool. I'm gonna have to check out some demos of that. That sounds uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, we should contact them. Definitely. Free stuff, please. Definitely. It's not about the free stuff, Matt. It's never about the free it, stuff. I don't know. I do. I do like doing demos on cool stuff that we wouldn't normally get to see. Indeed. I, think, I don't think anyone in the UK is doing these at the not, moment. Not I yet. Don't think. Not yet. Not no. yet. Maybe in we Poland? can help expose them to a wider audience. We'll see. Yes. Um, talking about free stuff is worth mentioning before we dive into um, some questions from the live chat. Um, we are still giving away the... Um, Clisonic Lucid Fuzz over mm-hmm. on the YouTube channel. So if you've not watched that demo already, there is a chance that you could win it. Um, just watch the video for it details. Could Indeed. It could be you. It's Ch- still at my flat plugged into my amp. I know. Because you've got all the pedals there, which is dangerous. Because I know I can just imagine coming around your house and you're like, "Yeah, that no, that one's yeah, that one's gone on the pedal board." <laughs> Weird that you're crazy. Um, Jay Cross, should we do some questions? Oh, you do, do that was that was really frightfully bad. Do it. Questions. 
Is that your Nigel Farage impression? <laughs> Jay Cross. Do some, uh, do some questions. These questions are coming live from the Amplify, Ampli.fi forward slash guitar nerds chat. Um, what's going on? Um, so we have had a few questions. Uh, there's one from Mike Rigby here, who uh, this is, I'm, I'm a little bit reluctant to say this because you will be like, oh yeah. Um, so Mike just bought a Boss EH2. Uh, as he'd never seen one and off the back of that I watched the five rarest boss pedal videos well there we go so so there we go Um, but what he wants to know is excluding multi-effects is there anything that will do the boss slow gear type sound ooh I don't know Matt Knight you're probably the man for this the Mua slow engine oh yes of (laughs) course (laughs) because if you need a pedal that no longer exists or it's too expensive, you're guaranteed that Moore will make a, a copy of it. Yes. Uh, yes, the Moore Slow Engine does exactly the same thing. And there's also a company, and I've forgotten their name, Diatone make one as well. Okay. Um, but I, I don't actually know if that's on the the cheaper side of things or not. I know that they're sort of, oh, I've went, I went, oh, Diatone pedals. Yeah, I'll just quickly go on their website. This account has been suspended. Sweet, classic. Uh, <laughs> so we're saying firmly go for the more one in that case. Go for the more one. The slow, slow engine, it does exactly the same thing because, yeah. you know, you could go out there and you could spend £400 on the Boss One second hand, but believe me, do try it first because it won't be a glorious spend of £400. Is that Unless you love owning old pedals. That's going to be the next uh, Waza Craft pedal, right? Is the SG1W. Yeah. It's, I, re- I mean, I, I really mean, want it basically spectrum. swells in your volume. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, you can just I have do. one of them. Spectrum Wisercraft, yeah. SP1W, yeah. that'd be cool. I'll be into that. Great um, yeah, um, suggestions for new Boss Wisercraft pedals in the Facebook group, please. Uh, ME50W. ME50W, yeah. HM, HM2W. 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 I noticed that the um, that pedal show, uh, who uh, are a cool YouTube show, have been doing a series of videos on how to make the MT2 Metal Zone sound good. Yeah. Okay. Um, what are you talking about? I mean, they don't sound well, I that thought, good. I they thought, sound great. I thought it was funny, though. Did we, did we talk about the Biffy Clyro rig rundown yeah. do we mention that no and they're no, kind no. of like they're talking to Simon Neal about his rig and everything and they're like so you know what pedals do you use and he's like well I start off with this boss metal zone <laughs> and then and then but actually no sorry I don't know sorry I actually go into two DD7s and then a boss metal zone they're like delays before the distortion he's like yeah Classic. That's classic. right. It's that a classic sounds setup. much better. Yeah, of course. Of into course. a Marshall 90, into a 59 Plexi. That's your setup. That's two delay so pedals into, into a metal zone. And with that's a, the same. With a strat. With yeah. a strat. And that's the same. Oh, and it also, they've wow, they've unwired the neck and the middle. He only uses the bridge. Of course. When you really want to go for that awesome tone, you go strat, <laughs> bridge pickup, two delays into the metal zone, into your amp. It's a classic. <laughs> Jay Cross, it's, it's quite funny, really. It's just let's um, let's take another question from the live chat. Um, so Rob fifty one fifty wants to know um, that's a cool name. Clean boost in front of or in the loop of an amp on the dirt channel. I would say it depends on what you want to do with it. Again, Matt, I'll defer to you as our pedal expert. Um, I yeah, I suppose it depends. Yeah, it depends what you want to do. If you want more volume in the loop because it will come after the preamp so after all the gain that you're adding if you put it in front of your amp it will push the preamp harder and it will give you more gain so you won't necessarily get more volume but you'll get a, a you know a, a 
fatter lead sound I suppose yeah definitely and if you wanted to just do a volume boost I guess something like the Boss GE7 might be a good way yeah, to go I was talking to someone about that today actually GE7 keep all the EQ flat and just use the 20 dB of boost you've got yeah, yeah. so it's, it's just to boost the volume for okay. solos yeah yeah so well that's the, um, that's the way to do it GE7 put it in the loop yeah. GE7 um, have you got time for one we've got time is, yeah. there, is there one last question well yeah but it's quite a good one okay. um, and uh, I, I feel like we could probably do an entire podcast on this uh, Bomb Deluxe wants to know um, if you were orange and you were replacing the Tiny Terror series, what would you make? That's the topic for next week's podcast. So, because we did talk about maybe doing a video on that, didn't we? So, yeah. But um, yeah, maybe we, yeah, maybe we hold back and we we do that next week. We can do that next week because um, that might need a bit more than who's that? Bomb Deluxe. Bomb Deluxe. Bomb yeah, Deluxe. Right. Make sure you're around ch- next uh, Tuesday at the same time yeah. and ask us that question again um, because I'd quite like to talk about that as a topic. I think. That'd yeah, be, I think um, that would be. I think that'd be really that'd good. Be super super cool. Super cool. One thing we didn't mention, maybe we can talk about it in the podcast as a quick thing, the Converse Wah Shoe. Oh, oh my man, good I thought Lord. it was a joke. Let's talk no, about it. It's t- real. Jay Maskus is doing know, the, the video for it. <laughs> okay, so this is um this is a good time to wind up. Thanks if you joined us on the live stream this week. Um what we're gonna do now is head over and record a Patreon podcast, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds, where from as little as five dollars a month you get an extra half an hour of guitar nerds content every week. Um and we just had a couple of spots open up on our top tier which is $10 a month um, and means that you're one of our uh, executive backers our executive producers of the show um, and means you get your name read out every week like this (coughs) Tony Blair Toms Andrew Marco Mark Cross Mark Rice J.D. Short, David Carroll, Andy McKenzie, Brad Page, Eric Siri, Paul Corrigan, Jack Godfrey, Will Claire, Scott O'Brien, Matt Quine, Phil Thompson, Laurie Anstis, Moo, Gravit, Colin Anderson. Why did you read them out quickly? Less value for money, I feel. For oh, them. really? Do you want me to do it again? No, okay. no, it's fine. But just, you know, learn Blair for next time. Tom's. You also said Tony Blair Tongs. I did. <laughs> Why did you do that? Um, Blair, if you're listening, I apologise for uh, Joe Branton's behaviour. But um, So thanks to everyone who's on that top tier um, for supporting us. It's really helping us do things like, you know, do live streams and buy equipment so that we can do this kind of thing and just make Guitar Nerds a f- more fun. Again, I almost said funner. A, funner. More, a more fun more experience funner. all around. Um, and like I said, we've got a couple of spots open up. So if you want to be on that super cool dudes list um, at the end of the uh, end of the podcast. Be part of a deep spiritual experience. Patreon.com forward slash guitar with me so and you'll also get this week we're going to do a Patreon episode where we talk about Jay Cross's gig and why he was so red faced at the beginning of this episode okay um, and we're going to talk about what Orange will do uh, with the Tiny Terror no we'll do that next week no, we'll no we should do that week. in the Patreon because I want to talk about it at length okay I think that'd be we've good we've got loads of questions as well we're, and we've got questions we've got loads we've got loads of stuff to do just just before we sign off uh, yes. I'd just like to say that there was um, after me bringing up are there any guitars, are there any signatures that don't have any reference to any sort of signature on it? Uh, Apparently the Gilmore doesn't. You're right, David Gilmore does Uh, not, but it does come in a case. It does come in a case. So yeah, shout out to uh, Matt Mork and Alex Chapman who both uh, called me out on that. So good. What good about the um, the uh, Armstrong thing? The Dan Ar- Armstrong. The, no, the Billy Joe Armstrong. The, no, not Tim Armstrong. Tim Armstrong that's, Hellcat. That's got 
stuff all over it. The acoustic? Yeah, every fret yeah, is the Hellcat little... logo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so thanks for joining us this week. Um, if you want to get involved, as always, do head over to the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum. Make sure you go to ampli.fi forward slash guitar nerds and sign up for notifications for when we go live. Not only are we going to be doing this every week, but there's some talk about Matt doing some stuff um, from home, doing some kind of pedal demos and stuff live, and you can chat to him. We haven't sorted that out yet, but that's all coming. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Guitar Nerds, uh, Instagram at Guitar Nerds. Uh, go to the site because we're putting up all the news in text and picture form um, from Summonam, guitarnerds.net. Um, and uh, yeah, don't forget to donate on, on Amplify. That's uh, keeping this thing running. Um, and yeah, follow us all individually at Mark underscore random, at Matt underscore Nightsy, at J-A-Y-B-N-1 and at Joseph underscore 900 on the Twitter and probably the Instagram for all of us as well but mainly follow Guitar Notes on Instagram um, that's it for this week uh, have a good week we'll see you uh, we'll see you soon farewell bye. bye good luck bye au revoir adios as they would say in countries we're no longer affiliated with <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 